For over 20 years, I've dedicated my life to bringing you the very best business building strategies to keep you thriving. Get ready to experience the success you've been searching for. Welcome to the Tom Ferry Show. Hey everybody, it's Coach Tom Ferry. Welcome to the Tom Ferry Show, episode 21, with my longest, closest friend, Kurt Kessel, rock star realtor, dear friend, man of tremendous faith, beautiful dude. We're going to talk about how do you sell 150 plus homes a year, starting in 2009, by the way, starting in 2009, 150 plus homes a year and have extraordinary work-life balance. So, Kurt, how long are you, first of all, tell them where you're from. I'm from Melbourne, Florida. From beautiful downtown Melbourne, Florida. We've known each other 27, 28 years. Yeah. He's been selling real estate for 33, when did you start when you were like eight years 18, old? 18. Started 18. at 18. Mm -hmm. Now you used to live in Miami. I lived in Miami, moved up here to go to college and never finished because I started making so much money in real estate. And you were selling homes at 18. I was selling homes at 18 years old. How many old. homes were you selling when you were 18, 19, 20 years old? My first year I sold 55 homes. My <laughs> average commission was $1,000. <laughs> thousand dollars. So I made $55,000 my first year. But you're 19, 18. 1981, that which was a, more than my dad made working for a company. Outstanding. So, so you did something interesting. You actually sold your agent practice. I did. So 2001, maybe just share before we get into the work-life balance up, but I want them to have more context for you. And you know, he and I were sitting in the back of the room at my dad's seminars a million years ago. We've been friends forever, mastermind buddies, just you know, became dear friends. And in 2001, something shifted for you. The market was totally on fire yeah, and really. you sold your agent practice. I sold my agent practice for seven figures. And you were the yeah. one that you were the one that said, "Hey, you can sell this." Nobody else was selling their practice at yeah. that time. And at the time, I was almost 40 years old, no children. I decided I wanted to be a full-time dad, and I didn't want to do this anymore. So, in 2001, I was pumping gas. A buddy of mine pulled up and said, "Hey, what are you doing?" I said, "I'm thinking of selling my company." Ten days later, the deal was done. And Ten, you sold your I agent. I sold practice. my agency. They wrote a check. I stayed yep. there for three years until yep. 2004. And literally three years to the date, I gave him the key and I said, I'm out of here. And then I moved to Europe for six months out of the year because that's where my wife was from. So this is what's interesting. They're, they're thinking work-life balance. And, and I want you to have the context for what we're about to get into. You did something that the average person could never imagine. You built your practice, very successful, selling a couple hundred homes a year in Melbourne, Florida, in Melbourne, Florida. making great money, sell your practice, work for a couple years, which was a part of his earnout, and then you retired. Correct. I was selling 30 houses a month. 30 houses a month 30, all over the, all how over the do county. You, how do you stop and retire when you're, I mean, you were a deal junkie, right? How do you just stop doing 30 deals? great. No, it was really great. It was like someone turned the faucet off and you're out the door. Why did you do it? I was burned out. I was tired of going on, you know, four, five, six listing appointments a day. It was the same thing for me. My team did a great job. You know, back then we had fax machines. You know, we didn't have any of the, yeah, yeah. the fancy stuff we have today. But and in 2004, you were, you know, the world was changing. It was changing a lot, and the market was going straight up. Remember that? I, I mean, I everything. Do. I was developing condominiums at the yep. time, and that's really what I wanted to do. Is I wanted to develop one project every 18 to 24 months, and thought that'll be the end of my, you know, I'll just keep because those projects, if you take the risk, make lots of money. No doubt. So you retire in 2004, and I, this is the Tom Ferry Show, so we keep it very real, and you know, you've watched every one of these. You also became a full-time single dad. Correct. So the reason, I mean, first of all, you guys just gotta know that I love this guy, like we're super, like my kids and family and his kids, like we're all super tight. You did something that I think is just exceptional. You, you built your business, you sold it, you took many years off, you became a full-time dad, taking care of your two kids, and, and we're there all the time and then you call me and say in 2009, I want to get back in the business. Yeah. It, when the market is in the tank. It was the bottom. 
the, the bottom. The kids are getting older. You decide to get back in the business. You've now built, you know, practice doing 150 plus transactions, 60, 70 million dollars in mm -hmm. volume. You're making a ton of money, and you work 20 or 30 hours a week. And he's got the work-life balance down. So I want you to share with them the five areas for you of work-life balance, and then let's talk about the five things that they can do so they sell more and get more time and have more time with their family and their loved ones. Okay. So share those five. Um, and they're, they're not in any order, but for me, they're faith is first, family is um, second, fitness is third, friends are fourth, mm -hmm. and fifth is my finances. So, so I mean, I manage finance. I mean, that, that's that's yes. what I do. I mean, I literally look at it and say, what do I need to invest? What do I need to move around? Yes. How do I buy? How do I sell? So, I mean, every every single one of those five has a, a full category. So you manage your finance, but how do you manage your faith or family? Like, you know, how do you manage that? Well, like every morning I get up, I get up between five and five thirty every mm -hmm. morning, and I spend about an hour and a half before the kids get up. The kids get up between seven, seven fifteen every morning, kind yep. of rubbing their eyes. Hey, Dad, we're here, and I spend time um, doing a Bible study every morning. Mm -hmm. I spend time looking at my goals. I already know the night before what all my business meetings are for the next day, so I can tell you if I have two listings that day, three listings that day. Some days we stack them all up on another day because I don't want to do any that day or mm -hmm. something else going on. Um, so I, I plan the day out for, and I look at those five areas that we have right there and say, you know, where are we? Are, are, are they all great? Am I doing a great job with my faith? Yeah. You know, every single day, seven days a week, I do a Bible study. You know, every single day I work on calling somebody in my family. Mm -hmm. I try to see everybody, mom and dad, my sisters, at least once a month, nobody lives near me. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a tough, tough thing to be able to manage. So here's what's interesting, right? You study like Darren Hardy who wrote you know, a lot of great books on this. Jeff Olson wrote a wonderful book called The Slight Edge. And they all say the same thing, right? It's the little behaviors that we do every single day done over time that never feel like they're making a tremendous impact until you look back over your life and realize you became the man, you became the woman you wanted to be because of those little daily disciplines. Those daily disciplines. So for you, it's getting up early, it's looking at the five areas, but give him your list of five. Like you, the first one is pretty obvious. He said, I, I look at, you check in. Every morning I check in. Every single morning I check in. So I go there, I sit down, I listen to Rick Warren, I listen to using yeah. four to five Bible studies every morning. Yeah. I work on those, I work on my notes, I work on just you know where I am as a man, who I've got to pray for. Then the second thing I do is I look at my family and I say, mm -hmm. hey, have I, have I touched them? Have I talked to them? What have I done? Yeah. Um, and then I look at my fitness. You know, Am I gonna run today? And you know, my goal is to run at least five miles, if not eight miles every it's day. Five thirty in the morning. There's still yeah. time. Uh huh. There's still time. Yeah. Well, the kids run with me, so usually yeah. we leave seven, seven fifteen, and we go running for five miles every mm -hmm. day. You know, then I look at my friends. Are there some friends that I need to eliminate? Are there some friends that are causing me some havoc in my life? Are there some friends that I really need to reach out and touch? Yeah. Um, and so those are things. Then I look at my finances. What day? What today do I need to do? Do I need to move some money around? Do I need to look at maybe holding a mortgage? To you know, what mm -hmm. what can I do with my finances? If there's anything in that list that's less than a B. I need to be an action item for that day. So I put it into my schedule. So as you're watching this right now, here's the big takeaway immediately. The first thing is every morning he's checking in on the equities of his life. You want work-life balance. And remember, he's selling 150 plus homes a year. It's not like he's a slacker. There's this great misnomer that is, you can't be wildly successful and have any balance. Right? Everybody lives in this either or world, so they're wildly successful and, and then have no life. And you're saying you can do both. But What's, you have to have the team. Okay, well, let's talk, okay. let's talk about it. Go okay. down your list. So you said B or less, you work on it. What's number three? Um, follow your schedule. Set set the schedule for the next day. So the night before, I know exactly what my schedule is for that next day. I know if I have to um, coach a baseball game. I know if I have to do tennis. The kids have tennis yeah. three days a week. I know if we have Girl Scouts. I know if we have gymnastics. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. What, you know, what are my priorities for that day? I do not miss an event for my children. Not, not a field trip, nothing. Yes. nothing. So literally, my kids are my priority. Yes. They really are. Yes. Work, work comes second. So, um, 
behind behind my kids, it's like they'll they'll say. I mean, I take them to show houses. They they do all sure, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But but the reality is they're the priority. If we have baseball, we're going to baseball. So so you're saying you schedule a meeting like you're gonna have baseball game, you know, ballet lessons, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna put prospecting and going on listing appointments and following up on leads and negotiating deals all around all of that. But every single morning I go, I drop them off at school by nine o'clock. Yep. By nine o'clock I'm I'm on my phone making my calls, and so I do my hour of power. I call from nine yep. till I do from nine till ten, and then by ten o'clock. I've got a listing schedule. So typically every hour on the hour we schedule a listing appointments. So I can do a 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, and then by 3 o'clock I've got to pick up the kids. Okay, so now I know a lot of people that are watching saying, but how, how does he do, I mean, like how do you do all that? Like you, you pick him up, you take him away, you do all the things. He's, remember, single dad, full-time custody, two children, selling 150 homes a year. What's number, uh, what's number four on the list? Number four is um, I want to do two listing appointments per day yep. minimum. So if I'm not going on them, somebody from my team is going on those listing appointments. Um, all the waterfront stuff I really specialize in, so I, I definitely want to go on those. The higher end. Yeah, yep. the higher end, but some of the lower stuff, that, and lower is, is relative, but 250 to 450, somebody else on the team almost the time do. We have a person up in the another area kind of north of our town that she does that whole area. So that's mm-hmm. what she specializes in, brand new communities. She does a great, great job, but she's part of the team. Awesome. Awesome. And then the last thing you said, and it was perfect because you said, you can't do it alone. It's not possible. I want you to tell thousands of people right now all over the world watching this that they can't do it alone. It's, it's not possible to do it alone. You have to have a team, you have to build, and you start out with an assistant and you just keep building and you just keep building from there because you want a quality of life. I mean, that's the, the reason we work. I mean, if I had $100 million, all I do is manage my money, yeah. but I don't have $100 million. So I still gotta manage my money. I, you're always gonna have to work on your friendships. You're always mm-hmm. gonna have to work on your fitness. You're always gonna have to work on your family. You gotta work on your faith. So as I'm sitting here with my longtime dear buddy, here's what I'm thinking. You, you might be saying, gosh, you know, Tom, like uh, my mind's kind of racing around the excuses, my stories, the issue, the, the things we all deal with in life. I mean, I travel, I get on airplanes, right? So, all the time. so, you know, so I have to work life balance around flying on airplanes and I'm able to pull that off for a lot of the same reasons. Checking in with my kids every day, Skype goes a long way if I'm not around. It doesn't make a difference. You don't make the excuse. What you do is you make the mission around the things that matter most to you and then you put it in your schedule and you follow the schedule. And you know what? Maybe you don't want to sell 150 homes a year. Maybe they want to sell 15 homes a year and just have more time. The bottom line is if it's not in your schedule, it doesn't, it doesn't exist. Have, you've got to have the schedule. That's the, that, the, the, whole, the whole thing on this is the schedule. Yeah. It really so, is. So closing thoughts for everybody on the Tom Ferry Show. What's the one most important thing you want to say to them just kind of wrapping this whole thing up? I would tell you, figure out what the four or five things are the most important to you and schedule them in every single day. I think that's the most important thing. And the most important thing to me is is family. I mean, you you just, family is family. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so there's a little Tom Ferry show for you. A little work-life balance, a little bit different from all this prospecting and geographic farming and online stuff. But at the end of the day, look at who you are is that dash. You know what I mean? Like the day you're born and the day you die, that dash is made up of all those days and all those minutes and all those weeks and all those months and all those years of your life. What do you want that dash to say? Start working on the work-life balance today. Thanks so much for watching. Remember always, your strategy matters and now more than ever, your passion rules. Thanks for watching. If you love what you're seeing here, then click the button below to join our online community absolutely free. Thanks so much.